0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: what are you doing I'm trying to get ready for Christmas well the tree was supposed to be trimmed a long time ago it just got here
2: Wrestle Mimas, Mark. We're back with some more Christmas Wrestle Mimas. It's day two. Yes, the most Christmassy day of them all. <laughs> 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 we haven't even worked out what day it is on, our, on your little chart. No, but, but you'll know because you're listening to it. Y- you'll, y- you'll know. You, will y u l e. You'll know. Yeah. yeah, sweet, nice one. Nah, bump this. <laughs> uh,
0: today we're going to be doing one
2: of the matches that I think is. I don't know. It's one we've talked about before on old yeah, why, episodes of Wrestle genuinely i to go back to last christmas to see if we'd actually done this as one of the matches it but we had it like we had yeah. I, I don't think we've ever done it i think no. I, I think i might have just told you about it yeah which i think i've seen it before you might have played a clip possibly from it but either way it's yeah you've um, we've talked about it at length before but we've never actually watched it and no. told
0: what actually sort of happened. a good way of coming across it because this is the um, empty arena match between yes. Terry Funk and
2: Jerry Lawler which took place on the 5th of April 1981 so the first time we watched i i saw this, mm. which must have been like the second wrestle, I think it was one of those kind of like things that you really wanted to get off your chest, and you really wanted to <laughs> to make me see it, so you, so I knew how much you liked Terry Funk. Yeah. but back then I had no concept of who Terry Funk was. <laughs> I had no concept, certainly, who uh, Jerry Lawler is. Of, of who was good, of what was yeah. good. So now I'm like going, oh, I know who that guy is. I know who that guy is, and they both look completely different <laughs> yes. to how I've endured them. Yeah. Well, later what's on.
0: what's funny about this match is for years it was really like a sort of mythical match mm. it, 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 before we got things like the network and youtube yeah old wrestling was difficult to track down mm. and so I, I was really into tape trading and about sort of 2001 mm. uh, and for a couple of years after and you used to sort of get people who would people weren't really dealing in in stuff this old mm. you'd get a lot of uh, nwa and wcw stuff that you know uh, had sort of you know, just really the sort of late 80s and and the mid-80s were very hard to find. People were really into Japanese wrestling. But stuff like this had sort of fallen between the cracks. But it was one of those ones, every now and then you'd find someone who was selling a thing and it would be the most legendary matches of all time. And this match would always be on those tapes. But the quality used to be... It was like it had been filmed through, you know, a rhino hide. (laughs) Yeah, they held a rhino hide over the television and then they just, (laughs) you know, filmed it. And so it always had... A sense of, for about 30 years really, this was a sort of missing lost match that mm. everybody knew about. Yeah. And uh, they've actually got it on the, there's a, a Jerry Lawler DVD. Good um, God, who's buying that? <laughs> well, I've got it, <laughs> and it comes with um, uh, a DVD of his early matches, right. and this is the one that kicks it off, and it is in a quality that I have never seen it before. So I sent you a YouTube link yeah. that's up, uh, that's yeah, yeah, up on yeah. you know YouTube, and that's fine. It's a little bit degraded. Mm. This one, to see it like that, honestly, it's like I've never understood why people are like, oh, I mean, the remastering mm. of the 4K, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, the colours and just the palette. And I was watching this and just going, this is brilliant. It's Slightly like being there. Mm. And it's something so sort of familiar, having watched it a few times over the last couple of days. To then see it popping out, mm. it was Oh, Magic. I cannot recommend that DVD enough <laughs> I got mine from CEX I think it was uh, £5
2: Nice Yeah, it's not bad I mean that's a real fine in CEX Because usually CEX is just Bond films And, um, you know, uh, Friends <sighs> DVDs, yeah. compilations do you, do you know the
0: worst thing they've ever done?
2: What? Uh, have you been in in the last sort of six months? Mate, I'm always <laughs> in a CEX It is the best uh, And I believe they pronounce it sex in- inexplicably <laughs>
0: The um the worst thing they've done is that new wall that is just 50p films, right? I I, I don't want bad Santa, you know, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't
2: want um uh, what would be there layer cake? It's layer cake, <laughs> yes. Continuously. What was that science fiction film that? Uh, Children told... of Men. No. <laughs> <laughs> See last episode. No. Extension or something It was Jude Law. Oh, uh, Ex Machina. Ex machi- no, it was no. Ex, it was something God, like, right, and he had like was, a bone. He had a bone. Shot. Oh, (laughs) God. (laughs) <laughs> it's a shit, like flesh gun. Was Scarlett Johansson in it, or am I thinking of the Ewan McGregor film about? Sci-fi? Oh, I love that one, The ah, Island. Yes, Oh, I thought it was really good. So confusing. But that'll yeah, be in the fifty p. Yeah, the fifty p. Yeah. thing is a really weird one because none of the
0: films are particularly bad. No, but you just go. I don't want to own it. No. Like, why do I want to own Deep Blue Sea <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is? You know? it's uh, you can be guaranteed there's nothing good in there. Do you? Uh, do you I've got a really great fact about Sea Extra, I absolutely love. The you know the one in War. Good Street yes. has got a an old um, sign outside and mm. it's got the man, the CEX man that yeah. you used to see everywhere. It's
2: over the road from a violin or guitar That's shop. That's the one, that yeah,
0: mandolin it. sort of Mand- thing. Yeah. But that, that it's got the man on it. The, um, right. the little cartoon man. Yeah, that rings a bell. The cartoon man was designed by Charlie Brooker when he worked at CEX. Really? And I believe the one in Gooch Street is the last remaining Charlie Brooker man sign. Is
2: that true? Because it, it is that why they have so much cartoon, like really naff, like 90s sort of like, you know like when you're seeing computer magazines? Yeah. They couldn't get like artwork, because obviously there's only one bit of artwork from the video game. They just draw their own or yeah. paint their own version of Jet Set Willie or, or Sonic or whatever. Um, so, oh, okay, right. Yeah, so that he, was actually,
0: he did a lot like, Charlie a lot of cotton and oink yeah, yeah.
2: and things like that but he was also of course very
0: much in the computer game world mm, at that age interesting but that's the last one a good bit of brookery on lovely good uh, what were we talking about oh I, yes Terry Funk yeah <laughs> the, Jesus Christ a match that I love more than any other <laughs> and I end up talking about CEX's branding it's,
2: it's your father buying wrestling DVDs. <laughs> yes, it believe, is but if I saw that in a CEX if I saw uh, the best of Jerry the King Laura, I'd be like that is not something you'd say. I might actually pick it up myself yeah, yeah I mean it's like,
0: like, uh, the, the 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 funny thing I've noticed is that over the years... The the WWE video, like DVDs and mm. stuff they you see them everywhere mm. but there are certain titles that you yeah, can't that you just quite don't... get there's some yeah. recent ones that sort of pop out mm. and those ones they come with I mean the Jerry Lawler Jerry Lawler is a fascinating guy because he's I think in his fifth decade of being in the professional wrestling yeah. business and he was a, a wrestler who was always on TV because he owned the Memphis territory right so he was always at the top of the cards and it was always recorded so he's really interesting if you were like Greg Valentine you would never have owned any of your footage you'd have never have been on the main event of every car mm. but Jerry Lawler was and so he has this huge body of work where he's worked with everyone over the years and this, this match is actually a sort of really good example of that so Jerry Lawler is, is at this point still a very regional star What he really wants to do is he wants to get on the cover of one of the national wrestling magazines. So he rings up Pro Wrestling Illustrated and their publishers. I think he talks to the photographer Bill Apter Mm. and he says, What? What? I just want to be on the cover of the magazine because that would make me a star. Yeah. And. He says, so I was trying to think about what sort of thing might get me on the cover. Mm. And that's when he came up with the Empty Arena match. Right. So he'd been working with Terry Funk for a while. I was reading his um, autobiography and he talks about this match. So he said, um, Terry Funk had come to town several weeks in a row and he and I had knockdown, drag-out battles that only Terry Funk was famous for. We wrestled each other week in, week out for almost two months. And somehow... Terry kept coming up with the short end of the stick. Looking back, it may have had something to do with the fact I was part owner of the wrestling company. <laughs> but nonetheless, Terry lost most of those matches. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, to keep our programme going, we had Terry start complaining that he couldn't get a fair shake. Right. Now, the match itself is great, but there's a little audio clip that I've, I've taken of, I think, a couple of weeks before, yeah. where Terry Funk makes the... He sets up the idea of having this empty arena match, and right. he puts it, the reason why they have it. And this is wrestling at its, like, most basic but absolute best. Mm. So, yes, there's an empty arena match, but Terry Funk spends this little interview in about a minute and a half explaining why they're going to have to do it in an empty arena. And it's fucking phenomenal.
3: Terry Funk has uh, something that he wants to explain about, and we uh, are obliging
1: him with that time. First of all, I'd like to say that Jerry Lawler is a son of a jackass. He's a lover of chickens. He has a one-track mind the same way a hog does at supper time or slop time. He's got a one-track mind just as that hog does, but he's not concerned about slop. I want to tell you, Lance, what he's concerned about. The man is concerned about money and money alone. And within this area right here, he has got... The fans on his side. And besides having the fans on his side, he has got the police on his side. And besides the police being on his side, he's got the officials on his side. And I would like to say this, he's got you on his side. This is a completely one-sided thing where Jerry Lawler is involved. Now, I am telling you people that he has got one thing on his mind, and that's money. And I'm going to prove to you, Lance, that he doesn't have any guts. And you see right here is I have got a date I have got a time and I have got a place. This is a personal invitation sealed right here to Jerry Lawler to ask him to meet me by himself with nobody else involved at an area that I know, he knows, and you will know. And I want you to bring the camera down there, but I don't want a referee. I don't want the police. I don't want the fans. I don't want money for this. What I want is I want to compete against Jerry. Lawler and I want to get him down and hold him down and I want to make him say to me personally Terry Funk you are the better man Terry Funk oh Terry Funk oh please let me up and let me go that's what I want to make him holler I want to see if he's got the guts to come down there the guts like I don't think a lot of people have around here. And I'm talking about the fans, Lance. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about a lot of different people. But Lawler does not have the stinking guts to come down there where no money is involved, where nothing is involved except personal pride. And I do have Texas pride, believe me.
3: Well, there it is.
1: Take this. Okay,
3: I will take it and I will deliver it to Lawler in there. No money, no fans, he's crying Homer and all that. Well, there's the challenge from Terry Funk to Jerry Lawler, and we'll deliver it to him.
0: He is... If you didn't know who Terry Funk was, I think you'd listen to that and you'd go, that guy is a pro. We're used to seeing old, beaten-up, 62-year-old Terry Funk (laughs) shuddering under, you know, a barbed wire thing at ECW when they can't get him off it. (laughs) But but in this, he is young and he is fantastic. The way he goes from sounding a bit sort of like, you know, paranoid and disgruntled Mm. to sounding insane is absolutely brilliant. You can hear a lot of Mick Foley later sort of interviews that he did in that funk interview and it's brilliant so they set that up really well and a lot of this this match itself is not a very good match (laughs) because it's weird it's really short as well yeah lawless talks about it in his book and he says it was much much if we'd have thought about it more we'd have made it much longer Mm. we'd have done more with it we'd have made it more hardcore but he said but we just didn't really know what we were doing no one had done this before yeah
4: to find out if it's right for you ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkled down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: He also talks about when they're actually doing the match, how embarrassed he was, because he's like, we didn't know what to do, so we're sort of making extra noises. Right. And... I read that before I watched the match back and Lawler does not make any noises he does nothing what this match is is Terry Funk basically having a match against himself Lawler is just walking around after him and Funk is just phenomenal The stuff around this with, like, Lance Russell, who is the announcer, when it first kicks off, they've done it that they've gone down to, like, um, this empty arena and they're just seeing if either of them turn up and they're there to film it in case they do. Yeah. And they do a great bit where Lance Russell is sort of going, well, I, it's probably going to be, I'm mean, the worst, we lose is a bit of time. Um, going to have a, I mean, we've still got the light. Are you okay there, Bert? And he gets a cigarette out <laughs> and he lights his fag and he sort of goes, yeah, well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Well, should we make a start? Do you want to give me a count? And he puts the, <laughs> throws the cigarette down. I mean, again, if the problem with that is that sets it and you go, this is real. Yeah. But if it was real on television, you'd go, coming after that bit where, where <laughs> yeah. you actually start it the other thing nobody lights a cigarette takes one puff and goes well actually we'll probably start or throw that away
2: <laughs> it's all a bit wrong start, yeah. yeah
0: but he just does it and, and the way he goes from that casual sort of bit of scene setting little mm. bit of acting to clicking into being Lance Russell who is one of the iconic wrestling broadcasters but who was never really on a, on, on the, the big stage mm. he never went to WWE he did do a couple of years in WCW but they're not particularly well remembered compared to his legendary run in Memphis but the way that he he just shifts into that classic bit of wrestling announcer speak mm. is just brilliant um so i mean i i know this is going to make the episode long but we're just going to listen to that that whole bit cuz it's a thing of beauty is just huh
3: yeah sure that's okay yeah i just i just want to do an opening in case this crazy thing comes off and then if it does we you know we've got something if it doesn't all we've lost is a, is a little time on it so, let's see. I guess we got enough light and everything. We can uh, we can pick it all down. And well, we'll just you know. I don't even know that they're either one. I'm going to show up. Yeah. Okay. Pardon me. Let me get rid of the cigarette. Give me a count, don't we? This is Lance Russell, standing in the middle of an empty Mid-South Coliseum. I think most wrestling fans know that Terry Funk, the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, issued a challenge to Jerry Lawler to meet man to man.
0: Yeah, so, out they come. Um, Lawler comes out wearing his crown. Yeah! (laughs) standard <laughs> and his cape uh, again he says in his book um, uh, uh, there at the back of the Coliseum I stood and I remember later thinking how stupid I looked standing there in full regalia tights <laughs> crown and cape with no fans in the building why did I wear the crown and cape <laughs> the crown's like three times the size of his head it's absolutely brilliant and what's great about Terry Funk is Terry Funk is never one to let a little moment pass mm. and Terry Funk clocks him and he obviously sees something interesting Jerry Lawler that's going oh, I shouldn't have worn this and Terry Funk the moment his eyes meet him he just goes look at that idiot
2: Don't you realize there's nobody here? You jackass! (laughs) He loves the word jackass because he's like, son of a jackass, a lover of chickens! He's got a one track mind like a hog!
0: (laughs) He's so good. The other thing he does in this is Lawler basically, when they sort of like get near each other, Mm. Funk is already like falling backwards. (laughs) He is just perpetual motion. He'll go into the chairs and he sort of gives himself an extra push, but he doesn't really make any attempt to hide it. So he'll sort of flail for a chair and he'll grab it and he'll pull it over his own head and yeah. then wriggle and he is just, there's a bit that really made me laugh. So they're going through having this match and Lawler is just walking after him and Funk is just chucking himself about. Yeah. <laughs> there's a bit where he gets a bit further away and he's a bit distant. and He just goes, leave me alone, <laughs> leave me alone. And then he comes after him with a, with a, like a sign. All of it is. I don't know why it's so funny. It's just, it's just absolutely great. Um, he starts bleeding seemingly for no reason. There's no reason. He just starts, like you know. Oh God! And then he does it. Like all of the stuff he does is really, like the opposite of what you do in this situation. If you were in this situation, you would. You would sort of go. I'm going
2: to be a hard man. Yeah, you're going to you'd up the intensity.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is Terry Funk screaming
2: like a woman for no reason <laughs> for about it, a minute. It's absolutely screaming, just asking, asking, <laughs> um, "Give me help! Give me help!" Wow.
0: <laughs> there are some bits that honestly, <laughs>
2: they, they just—he's uh, so,
0: so as a performer, he does something that nobody else does, mm. and oddly, no one's ever really done it again. I think the only, <laughs> the only comparison is, is Cactus Jack when he was doing the death matches. He would mm. do, you know what. Like a pig. But <laughs> nothing like Funk's womanly screaming, which is just brilliant. Um, the end comes in a uh, uh, very simple form. So Funk has got a spike, which I think is part of the, the sign. And right. um, he has it. Now, Lawler is the good guy, so Lawler can't jab him in the eye. Mm. And what happens is he goes through the ring, Lawler kicks him on the elbow, and Terry bangs the spike mm. into his own eye. And uh, the match is called as Terry... <laughs> (laughs) just brilliantly it's just it makes it it's so weird to hear a man just screaming you know and just just go please help me (laughs) he changes a total like you know 360 into this big or 180 probably um, if we want to get it right (laughs) Um, uh, into this sort of like screaming get me help get me help my ah, somebody (laughs) it's so odd and There's a long version on the DVD, which I don't think is on YouTube. Right. And it has funk. And it goes on and on and on and on with him (sighs) screaming over his eye. And slowly, he begins to turn. So instead of going, help me, help me, help Mm. me, it ends with him shouting, Lola, you yellow pig!
2: (laughs) Pig! Pig! Because it it just... You'd, it would cut as soon as the match was like lost or you know he would popped his eye or whatever <laughs> like and he's just screaming at him for ages Yeah, and it makes it kind of more tense if anything oh it's brilliant I mean uh, I, again I think you know if yeah. you
0: if you weren't a fan of wrestling mm. this would seem absolutely abhorrent the whole thing would just be like <laughs> dirty and foul <laughs> and as a fan of wrestling I just go yeah nobody did that before no. nobody's done it since
2: well that's the thing I watched another match with Funk versus uh, Bruce Walkup uh-huh. in an empty arena cage match. And then Mankind and The Rock did it as well. And it's like... It's quite a good idea, right? Really. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> is. Know, nowadays.
0: The, 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 the funny thing is that they, they, they do it because they want to show that, you know, in a way that they've gone beyond wrestling. That, right. that Funk is very much in that promo. He says, you know, Lawley, you're only interested in the money. Mm. And we're going to do it in this empty arena match. There'll be no money because it's all about pride. It's all about whether you've got the guts. You know, you don't get your money. Um, what's interesting, of course, is, is you know, they, they were going to do their normal taping after it. So they just went in a couple of hours early when everything set up. <laughs> and then they just do that and what you end up getting is oddly the show that follows that nobody remembers don't yeah, remember a yeah. thing about it but yeah. that thing they did just it's the creativity of wrestling really i think it's that that thing of going we've got an opportunity here to do something different mm. let's do it it turns out even at the time i don't think either of them knew how good it was i mean Lawler, as he says you know they didn't really know what it was he felt silly could have mm. been longer could have been more hardcore yeah. but they just didn't have a clue Uh, Lawler did say about Terry Funk, he said there's not many wrestlers who would blade themselves as closely to their eye as Funk did to make Mm. that look real. And that's where Funk is... I mean not just the fact that he does everything in this match he does all the promos he does all the wrestling he takes all the abuse Lawler's in a white suit and he goes out in, you know a leotard mm. and he goes out absolutely pristine
2: and Terry Funk is there holding the remains of his face <laughs> you know and screaming about yellow pigs and this is in the match you know this is in uh, this is like him doing a warm up effectively <laughs> absolutely yeah so
0: so Jerry Lawler uh, calls Bill Apter, who's who's been there taking the photographs yeah. and he says do I get my cover and Apter says says no. <laughs> and he gets this a, He gets a, a photo spread. Within six months of this though, Lawler <laughs> would become nationally famous because he would have a feud with Andy Kaufman, the sort of performance artist oh, comedian. Is that why? Right. So ah. Andy Kaufman was doing a oh, he was into wrestling and he came down to mm-hmm. Memphis with the idea, he was doing an intergender wrestling thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they reached out to him and said, would you like to come and do that here and we could work something out. So within six months, Lawler is then on Letterman. You know, his, his very, very brief run with Andy Kaufman Mm. which both men adored Mm. um, would end up Becoming a film, uh, you know, in Man on the Moon, yeah. you have a big section. Lawler plays himself twenty-five <laughs> years after he was himself, and he looks pretty much as good in the ring. Oh, amazing! Th- now or then, when they did Man on the Moon, as he did like in his heyday, yeah. it's a really good film. Man on the Moon, and yeah. it's a, uh, it's just Lawler's very, very good in it. In his book, he talks about how Jim Carrey was really horrible, so um, <laughs> he also didn't like Courtney Love. He said right, she smoked okay. all the time. <laughs> 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 but um, uh, Lawler does eventually get the covers of Pro Wrestling Illustrated or Wrestling Superstars I forget which one it was um, when he books Andre the Giant in to Memphis Mm. and he uh, works out a a, a loss where Andre loses by count out so Lawler wins and they had lots and lots of photographs of Lawler looking tiny against Andre the Giant Andre the Giant at the time was booked solely by Vince McMahon Senior he was the the guy who did all the bookings and he wanted to protect Andre because Andre is the biggest attraction in wrestling so Pro Wrestling Illustrated run it saying the night a midget beat Andre the Giant uh, Lawler had to accept the fact that they were going to bill him as a midget for him to get the front uh, covers. <laughs> Vince McMahon Sr. was absolutely furious. Really? Because Andre the Giants has been beaten by a fucking midget. <laughs> you know, what is this? The, 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 the groups that used to control wrestling of all the owners, so uh, Terry Funk was part owner of Texas, the Territory, Jerry Lawler, uh, part owner of Memphis. You had Vince McMahon, who was the, the owner of the WWF. We're all part of this big convention. And this magazine came up at the convention, and Vince McMahon Sr. was talking about how furious it made him. And Jerry Lawler was sitting there thinking, i don't think he knows it's me (laughs) and suddenly terry funk stands up and says mcmahon do you want to know who the midget was (laughs) (laughs) and dobs him straight in it's um, jerry lawler i mean we've we've talked about him before on the shows he is a uh, he's a great performer he is a slightly sketchy man and he is you know sexism and stuff is a bit wearing and everything Mm. but Honestly the the documentary about him and the DVD matches are phenomenal and his autobiography is one of the most candid ones in uh, in wrestling history. I had no idea he was so savvy like you know owning territories and 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 you know. Yeah, he so I mean he's done very well for himself. He um he owns uh, an original Batmobile for oh, example. Okay, yeah. right. And and if you if you would like to read about T- two or three chapters, I think, of the divas that he wishes very earnestly he'd had sex with. <laughs> it's just amazing. Christ I tell you, Sonny's one of those divas I would have loved to have had sex with. It's, it's literally that. About and, and I tell you, when we get to Trish Stratus and Lita, oh, th- they made it clear they didn't want to sleep with me, but I would have loved to have slept with either of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not match booking. Like You can't just sort of book yourself into a sexy I'm match the owner someone. of
0: the women territory. <laughs> no, you are not. Now, we've been over this before. Mr. Lawler, <laughs> but yeah, so this is this is absolutely. I enjoyed this so much. I'd mm. forgotten how little wrestling there is, actual physical, mm. if you like, um, the, you know, the, the the sport of wrestling. But everything around it is wrestling done to perfection. Mm. You know, I, the, the, the promos, the, the story, the setup, the tension, the build, the payoff. Everything's perfect. Absolutely great. So that was. Jerry Lawler versus Terry Funk in yeah, the infamous in from no one yeah empty arena match what a pop absolutely <laughs> in some ways I mean it's you know a little bit like doing podcasting isn't it a <laughs> little bit yeah <laughs>
2: you're just in a room shouting at each other for yep. half an hour and then yep. we just go home that's it yeah, yeah. my, my
5: eye. Eye. Uh, you
2: have been a yellow pig and
5: <laughs> my <laughs> ear this
0: <laughs> podcast is awful and we will see you
2: uh, in a couple of days for yes. day three of Wrestle Me Mass. My favourite thing we've done in a while. This uh, this next episode. So look out for that.